I was sending her texts. It was clearly too many, but I just couldn't help myself. I was too excited. I thought I had texted myself out of contention. And then out of nowhere, I got a text like, hey, want to come over? And it wasn't like a late night thing. It was like mm. middle of the day. That feeling of like, I'm fucking back. Oh my God. I'm fucking dude. back. It's the best. I'm back. I was never dead. I was totally wrong. She liked all those texts. <laughs> she likes getting texts. I'm going to send her some more. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right. Lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, yeah. Guys, welcome back to Oops the Podcast. I'm Julio, sitting here with my buddy Francis. Here I am. He's doing what he does best. He's sitting there sipping out of a, what are those things called again? This one's a hydro flask. Camelback, but I like the hydros better. Drinking out of a water bottle, doing his thing, looking comfy. Yeah, baby. And we're sitting here in the air conditioning amidst this summer heat wave. Summer's upon us. Yep. Are you concerned about global warming? Yeah. I always sort of have been. What's your, what's your plan? Uh, my like personal plan of action. Yeah. Let's, what's your plan? Hoping what's your 20 year plan for global warming? Well, let's say that if, if temperatures continue to rise mm-hmm. and, uh, it just, New York becomes uninhabitable somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it would, but you know, I, I personally, I'm pretty close to not being able to live here due to how hot it is. Mm-hmm. In the summer. This is, but, but it's, it's sort of always been this hot. This, no. Really? Here's the thing. But according to what? Are you like quoting statistics or is this just you saying, man, it's hot? This is me. Yeah, but dude, that happens every year. Every year we forget how the season, the seasonable weather affects us. Yeah. I don't recall stretches in New York City when I first moved here 11 years ago where you had 95 on the weather app for eight days in a row. I Yeah. You have two to three days. Fine. But like, I don't know. They, like the Europe, the European thing is the most sort of illuminating. That's tough. That's tough. Here's another one. I grew up in. Uh, I was born in New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. Lived in New Jersey till I was four, and then we moved to Maine. When I lived in New Jersey, I very well recall sledding a lot, mm-hmm. snowstorms, big time snowstorms, blanketing, encompassing snowstorms, uh, blizzards. Snow days, road closures, all of that. I, I remember it being a winter wonderland in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, that doesn't happen anymore. But you don't live in New Jersey anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think they get big snowstorms. I don't think they get I, snow. I did. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. We had one snowstorm this winter. One. Yeah, but in the city, it doesn't stick as much in it because there's so much going on. Dude, talk but then, to, like, outside of the city, like, my parents will still get snow. Talk to people. Well, they're north of here. Not by much. Talk to people from New Jersey. Ask them when the last time was that they went sledding. And Ryan? they'll say years ago. When was the last time your parents went sledding? They're adults, I, dude. I don't think my parents have ever gone sledding. Your brother. Um, there, all I can say is I remember there being a lot of snow when I was growing up, too. Yeah. Um, Not no more. I, I remember being in Jersey for Christmas the last three or four years, and 
No. As a child, it was always snowy. Not a and flake. It's not as not as snowy now. There's no flakes. No flakes. Not a flake. All right, we're the, we're gonna have to leave this down to statistics because your guys' childhood memories versus adulthood are just accurate. like it's not compelling. It's not compelling testimony. Very so compelling. Let's we'll get some rack facts by Ryan here. Expert witnesses. We'll see. I know, and, and and that's fine. You know what I mean? I, like it's to to act like global warming isn't a thing it seems as if that's silly at this point. Well, let's point. say let's say that it does continue to get really bad, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, all of a sudden it just is insane 115 degrees or 110 degrees here. With, with with a billion percent humidity in the summers. Where are you going to go? So dude, it's funny you mentioned this. So I don't know where the fuck I'm going to go, but it brings up an interesting point. I was reading an article the other day and I forget what this is called. It's called like wet towel. It's called something, but it's some kind of measurement that indicates what the human threshold for heat plus humidity is. And apparently like they're, they are estimating that there are going to be places where like those two things are too high and humans won't be able to survive because your body, you'll start cooking. Wow. Yeah. It was like one of the most sort of like startling global warming things that I've read in a while. Um, and I don't know, you know, I forget some of the specifics, but yeah. So shit like that is terrifying. Like usually when it's really fucking hot, it's dry, so I'm like, you know, Arizona being 110 isn't out of the ordinary. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the hottest ever recorded temperature is in Death Valley, 135 degrees or wow. something, uh, which was tied a re- like it happened recently, but it had also happened previously mm-hmm. in like 1913, I think. So then that then you'll hear things like that. You'll be is that was I right about that? It's, it's, Thank you, <laughs> it, Julio. I know where you're going with this. I'm and- not. I'm not going there. I'm not saying. You know, oh, like just because there used to be hotter then, it was not global warming. I do still think it's global warming also, but I'm hoping, and they always say, they're like, if we can be net zero for the next 10 years, like we can really slow the sort of like demise of the ozone layer and blah, 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 blah. But it just seems as if that's potentially not going to happen. No, I think we're, I think we're toast. I think we're fucked. 100% fucked. But then I think when I start to think that, I'm like, well, maybe that just means that like my grandkids are fucked or their grandkids. Yeah, exactly. Listen, the, I don't look to any me anybody who denies global warming. I just think they're fundamentally wrong, right? Mm. And I have no problem with someone being like, "Yeah, I just don't care." Let's go out guns blazing. This is our last hurrah. I'm glad I was born um, in in the last sort of livable period <laughs> of human existence. Uh, and I'm going to make the most of it. And I don't give a shit. We've, we've crossed the point of no return. The earth is headed for extreme weather events that will ultimately make it uninhabitable somehow wipe out the human population. And then maybe life will begin again. Once every car has stopped working and all the, mm-hmm. you know, people are choking up uh, <laughs> the ozone layer. And all of that, um, but who knows? Who care? You know, who cares? I don't care. I'm gonna do my. I'm gonna live my way. I'm gonna keep the AC blasting. I'm gonna fly around and all that. And that's fine. I don't care. You know, it's fine if that's who you want to be. Go for it. I don't give a shit. Um, but I do think the only chance, the only chance that we actually have at this point, is for someone like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. Or a team of people like that to come up with some earth-changing technology, mm-hmm. some scientific advance that no one has seen coming, that maybe they're working on right now, that will either be, you know, putting fucking 
hundreds of square miles of mirrors in flat lands that will reflect sunlight back out of the atmosphere or what does that do it 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 means if you could if you could find a way to block the sunlight that's coming through you wouldn't be cooking the atmosphere as much Uh, i think i mean fuck i don't know and it's either that or like creating a some kind of artificial cloud cover or something Mm -hmm. um that will slow the rising sea levels and the melting of the ice caps which are you know imperative for proper weather conditions um that's the only chance we have and if that doesn't happen we're fucked i think that's i think that's where we are and i'm just sort of resigned to it i'm going to do my part i'm going to not uh you know not try to pollute and not uh and consume as little as possible and all that but I don't know. I can't get strung out about it because I, I ultimately it would just make me too upset, and uh, therefore I've, I've, I'm going to live with it. Yeah, I tried it. Yeah, and every time I sort of I'll read something that's like, oh, you know, all these countries committed to having net zero emissions, and it's our only chance. But it's starting to feel as if the sentiment has shifted toward, well, we missed our chance. Well, <laughs> it's that, and it's also that you know every time that there is some sort of binding agreement, some country. Uh, has a change in power and they right. renege. On like their I, I don't, I, I don't think we are. In we it. pulled out of the Paris. We Climate we have, we re-entered them though, right? We have yeah. now, but yeah. But it's like we spent four years yeah, being like, ah, fuck you guys. Right, we're and, going back to coal. Yeah, and it's also harder in sort of development developing countries. Totally. Um, and I get it. It's like you know, like life. <laughs> the like you know, some people are going to die anyway. If if you know what I mean, like people yeah. are going to like from not having whatever economy situation going on. I don't know. Did you ever watch the uh, Elon Musk Back to Space documentary? No. It's cool. Yeah, he had a line in it that was interesting. I mean, his desire for space travel feels more noble to me than just some billionaire wanting wanting to put his name on a different planet. I agree. I think he gets kind of a... People give him a hard time. They do. And you see that meme about him, shirtless? He was getting a lot of shit for that. What for being so pale or something? No, he just like his 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 bathing suit was jacked way up, and he like you know he's a little overweight. But the guy's like in his fifties or something. Yeah, you know? what do you want from him? Um, you know, poor guy. He can't he can't go out on a yacht? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but he's I, Elon, dude. I I uh, his line in that movie was humans were never meant to be a single planet species. Interesting. Or, or that, like, in order for the continuity of human civilization, to, we need to become an interplanetary species. Uh, it's like a sci-fi movie. It's dude. cool. It's cool. And it's obvious to him, mm-hmm. you know, that it's like we need to colonize Mars. Mm. We need to build stuff on the moon. I don't know what it is, and you know, mm-hmm. it, and that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, I like the idea of it. I was watching a a thing on the plane um, about like other world like like things that are similar to an earth for example and other galaxies that they've discovered and one thing that they found was like very very similar to earth but it was out of orbit it was just kind of floating through space but it they suspected that it was once in orbit hmm. and then they're like well how did it get out of orbit which is sort of like a scary right <laughs> idea you know right. what i mean if somehow we got kicked out of our orbit and the theory that they have is that they were actually they were orbiting two suns somehow and that like at some point the suns interacted with each other and kind of expelled the the planet but they're like imagine living in a place where there were two sunsets 
And then they're like, every time we make a discovery, it just makes a hundred more questions. Like, what was two sunsets like? Yeah. Like, double the ma- makeouts. But yeah, but were, but were they like? Was it just? Did it just make a perfect temperature? Yeah. Or was it too hot? Or yeah. like, it's all all that kind of shit, man. It, it bums me out that I'm not gonna live that long. Like, I get. I'm not saying I'm gonna die soon. Hopefully, knock on wood. But like, you know, uh, by the time we're old or whatever, like the amount of advances and the things that they're gonna learn after we're already dead, that like bums me out a little. That I'm not going to get to see all these qu- unanswered questions be answered about dark matter and whatever. Yeah. Life yeah. in the universe. <laughs> oh, you you have that thought and then you think, well, what was what were people in the 1910s thinking they were bummed out to miss out on? Right. And I think that what we've gained over them is so vast and so much it's better. It's crazy. In in some ways then uh, that uh it gives me peace about what I my own right. FOMO for future generations. Right. Yeah. I guess we have a dude like Danny Palmer is very obsessed with space. It'll be like, dude, like one grain of sand, man, it has thousands of galaxies in it, dude. That's like how big the universe is. Interesting. Be- <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what you can't do is when you're having conversations with your spouse or pending spouse about, uh, when you want to start trying to have children, uh, using the global warming, uh, threat as a reason to not have children <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> I don't want to bring them into this world. Yeah, well, I you know there's, there's something to be said. It's Did you like, try to pull Why that? do you want to condemn your you, kids? You dog. To cook? Right, why do you right. want to bring your kids into a preheated oven that's only going up? <laughs> I don't know. It seems pretty sick. Yeah, it's crazy. It's dude. Pretty sick. It's pretty fucking sick. So, um, and they're just gonna hate us. Our kids for what we've done i mean you've been a pretty you've been an ally i mean you've been good about not i'm the one drinking yeah, but they don't get they, 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 they don't give a fuck about what i've done it's it's all of us mm. you know our generation if you're the if you're the kids let's say the teenagers who watch let's say 20 million people in india die because uh, uh, they go underwater. They're they're like you know, they just die. Their people start dying everywhere because the sea levels have risen and 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 land goes underwater. And they're you know, there's crazy fucking earth. I don't know what whatever it is, storms and things that just kill way more people. You're gonna be mad at at us mm-hmm. for not doing more, for not doing more to to stop it when we knew it was happening, right? And even more so, like politically, I mean, global warming, they say, has been like the the biggest source of sort of like unrest in the past X, Y, Z amount of years, just because of people being displaced and, you know, droughts that cause to people to have enough food, which leads to, you know, political instability. Like mm-hmm. when you can't feed your populations and it gives rise to these sort of like sketchy groups and these uninhabitable places that then become these bastions for terrorism and, right. and rebel groups and shit. So it's not... You know, it's in everybody's best interest, I think, to try to do something about it. It's just kind of what does we've had do? a pretty good run, though. You and I in life, we've reached an age where if the <laughs> Earth just exploded tomorrow for some reason that we don't know about, we've yeah, we've done. A good we job. got a good taste. We got a good taste. We got a good taste, we got man. Thirty three, thirty six. You yeah, know, doing our thing. Like, uh, what more do I need? To have done, 
I, I mean, I'd know, like to get to I'd like to, to get done. to Japan. Yeah. Before I'd like to do that. I'd like to get to Japan and sample some really good, um, you know, I guess uh, ramen. <laughs> Where is part of you like when you're reading that immuniz- like proposed immunization list? You're like, why don't we just go to Japan? No, <laughs> I think we're going to the right place because mm-hmm. we like animals. Yeah, but there are now. There's now there's this. Uh, as I've said to you before, there's this heightened urgency to see the world, both from the standpoint of we may want to have kids soon, mm-hmm. and also that the world's not going to be available for much longer potentially. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but yeah, do like you said though, in your lifetime, in theory, you should be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, I'll be fine. But my point is, okay, moving north, we're going to have to move north, maybe. Right? To Maine. I don't like the hot weather. Yeah. Go to Maine. Should I buy 400 acres of uninhabited land in Maine? Hoping that you can one get day it for like 150 grand. Maybe. Should I buy it right now and then sell it off? Maybe. As yeah. the desperate people start fleeing north? Could be. Yeah, could be a good move. Problem is. They're not going to buy it from me. They're going to make me fight them off. Oh, they're going to they're they're start squatting? It. They're going to say, all bets are off. We're fleeing. We, we've got a gun. We've got guns. Take, Come take it from us. Take it back. So then I'm going to have to invest in some sort of Personal. electrical grid mm-hmm. to vaporize them as they step onto <laughs> my property <laughs> by a pack of hounds, <laughs> vicious hounds. Um, rip the meat from their achilles <laughs> that's my thought guys if you're thinking about starting a podcast fill in the blanks here if i were in a concert right now and i said if you're thinking about starting a podcast i'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell anchor anchor and then you'd say go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast see all the best analytics you could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical an industry jargony it's a way that any person can look at it and be like "Ooh, that's pretty and also it's our podcast and you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize so you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running it's really exciting really spectacular if you want to start your very own podcast anchor.fm download it now um, how you been what's your uh you traveled a lot i'm good dude i'm good i well i think first i have and i have some uh interesting discussion sort of uh, spurring topics here excellent uh that i hope you find interesting so let's uh, let's talk so hill and i went on a trip i don't want to talk about that first first i want to talk about what being in florida i was in florida mm. recently i did a weekend uh side splitters yep um and it was great man Pretty it was sick. nice nice to be in the mix it's the, it's the first sort of like comprehensive comedy weekend i've really ever done headlining I've, weekend i've done like a friday i've done like friday saturday before elsewhere but but this is you know thursday through sunday uh you know six shows it's a lot of comedy it was a lot of fun um so a couple interesting things happened i want to hear some of your thoughts about this so first of all the friday night this is the thursday night show uh a a listener of the pod was there and as there was a few at all the shows thank you everybody who came um it was awesome to see all of you and meet you all that stuff so the two guys who were opening for me were hanging at the bar already with the one of the people uh, who listens to the pod and her friend now, so this is where this is where I think the discussion comes up. So, uh, they, these two guys are trying to you know figure out who who can they you know maybe whatever you know do the old two step with do the old two step with. Um, and the one, uh, so it seemed like one of the girls was maybe into one of the openers, right? And 
we decide we're all going to meet them at a bar. So we go, we go to the bar and one of those, the girl who was interested in the guy gets sick and doesn't go out. Oh, so the remaining person is the per is the person who I know listens to the podcast and it's unclear if she's into these guys or not. And then toward the end of the night, I think maybe she, she either settled for him. She's like, this is going to be my best shot and this is a fun night. Or maybe she grew to like him and they ended up having a fun night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she, they had a fun night together okay the next day the original girl texts him and is like hey what's up what are you up to um do you want to meet up i'm feeling better yeah and he's like yeah yeah i do um let's meet up or whatever they're figuring it out whatever so then later in the weekend he ends up going to meet up with the original girl who he spent the night with not the one who liked him initially. Did he hang out with the sick girl or no? They ended up not hanging out, but they were oh. planning to. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So now they're at this bar and he kind of casually brings it up. He's like, oh, I had been talking to your friend and she was, she was saying that she, we were going to maybe meet up last night. She's like, what? Are you serious? Why would you be t like, I spent the night with you on Thursday. Why would you be talking to her? And he's like, oh, I just thought. And then it started like torrentially downpouring, so they just had to like sit there together for another half an hour, which is hilarious. Wait a that. second! Wait a second! Whoa! 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 <laughs> okay, so you're telling me, uh, you're telling me he let that out by accident. It wasn't even by accident. He didn't necessarily think that there was an issue that these two would be sharing him or. Perhaps, you know, taking turns. Why would he not think that that would be a problem? I don't know. He should have maybe, he, he should have realized. But here's my question. Do we think that the Oops fan is now upset at me somehow? At you? Yes. No. Am, am I somehow, because she said, she's like, I think she told him to fuck off. As perhaps he deserved. Yeah. Um, no, you're not culpable at all. What are you supposed to do? Tell I, him you have to choose. You must choose. She came to an oops. You must make the choice. Make the choice. She came to an oops event, an oops sponsored event, and had a nice time initially, but when all was said and done, perhaps had a bad taste in her mouth. No. First of all. Am I to blame in any way? And should I discourage openers from stooping yeah. fans? Let me, let me, let's be clear about something. It is, it is. Uh, not an oops sponsored event. We are uh, when we are on the road ourselves. Unless unless you're coming to an oops live show, you can't hold us as a group, as a unit, as a brand <laughs> accountable. This is Francis just saving because, his own ass here. Because because I could also do something stupid, and I wouldn't expect them the the blowback to be on you. Totally, but and I'm not even saying that there's no blowback on you, and there's no bl blowback on the podcast. We are uh, out in the world. We're we're doing our own things, and we are certainly not responsible oh. for our openers or people that are traveling in our our harem. Um, and they're, they're romantic choices. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if she were to boycott the podcast as a result of this, uh, I guess, liaison went sour, um, I, I would feel bad, but not responsible. Right. I mean, I had no, you know, what am I supposed to do? No. We all hung out. It was fun. Like, um, and I'm sorry that it didn't work out for those two. But hey, you know. With that said... I don't, I, you know, let's let's think about what he did, right? 
Mm-hmm. He was things were leading in a certain direction with one of the girls, right? Mm-hmm. That girl got sick. Mm-hmm. What what was she sick with? It, unclear. Drinking too much, perhaps. Oh, well, you know what? Then okay, if that's what happened, then um, I well, so she left. She's mm-hmm. not the one that got mad. No. And then the other girl remained. He went home with that girl. Correct. Then the next day, the sick girl texted him, said, let's hang out. He said, sure, let's do it. He never did. And He never ended up, but they were trying to. And, you know, in her defense, they were sort of saying very flirt. They were sending back very flirtatious messages. Oh. So, you know, she could maybe argue that she put her, her flag in him first. Did, did the, <laughs> were the girls friends? Yes. So I blame them. There was no friendship respect there. At the very least, there should have been some communication that said, oh, are you feeling better? Yeah, I'm feeling better. Um, In fact, I hope to see that cute guy again that I was flirting with last night. And then the other girl should be like, funny you should say that. Uh, I gotta let you know. Unfortunately, like after you left, one thing led to another, and I went home with him. And then the sick girl should probably be like, "Ah, oh well." So I, I, we don't know the specifics of that yet. I don't know if they both knew. Like, I don't know if sick girl knew that, uh, like the remaining surviving girl <laughs> had healthy girl. If the healthy girl had conquered, you know, the 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 man available that night. Um, or not like i don't know if she knew or i don't know if they had discussed that if she didn't know they they probably i would think should have cleared that either from healthy girl just telling her Mm -hmm. or whatever and if they didn't know um i don't know where i was going with that um regardless though it is an interesting it's an interesting discussion <laughs> so topic complicated yeah i don't know I, I i think that that's i think it's funny that your friend just didn't think that there would be any issue whatsoever yeah by I'm, telling, I'm not surprised knowing him but by telling healthy girl but yeah he sort of like thought he wasn't doing anything wrong and lo and behold and then the rain started, and they were stuck. They were just sitting there, yes. In 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 with dislike, awkwardly sitting next to she each other. She didn't like him. She was upset with him. She was mad at him. Yeah, he couldn't dig himself out. I don't think so. I don't think he was ever able, able to. Mm, I would have thought he would have been able to dig himself out. Yeah, tough sell at that point. Wow. I think there may have, there may have been nasty messages exchanged later, Ooh. or at least sent. Ooh, <laughs> hate to see that. Ooh. So, hey, you know, there it is. What are you going to do? Yep. Yep. What are you going to do? Well, that's funny. That's funny. (laughs) All right. So, uh, okay, what else? Well, okay, this is another interesting thing. So one of our friends who was down there with us, he's a guy who he gets into a lot of fights. And it's the fights he gets into are pretty funny because this guy doesn't lose fights. So what will end up happening is people will provoke him and he'll give them an opportunity to stand down. He'll be like, you should apologize or I'm going to blast you in the face. He loves to say blast in the face. Pun- punch them? Yes. What the Bro, fuck? Bro, I have a video of this guy piling three guys on top of each other. He He's like 300 and 0, including the cage. He used to provide fight professionally. This is a friend of yours? Yes, and comedian. 
who I don't I don't want to like incriminate him, so I'm not going to like say. Come on, at this point, I'll just tell they, you they know who opened for you, and it would probably be pretty clear. I made it. I I didn't say whether or not this person was opening or performing or not on purpose to to maintain the level of ambiguity in case somehow he would get in trouble. Well, I'll tell you this much: with the first story, people could definitely figure it out. <laughs> well, regardless. This is the, now the second story. Okay. And <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so this guy, bro, like human number one of the of the two options that there were. <laughs> well, or, dude, he he fights. So anyway, he'll get into these fights and he'll typically win them. And we kind of enjoy hearing the stories. That's of, crazy, by the way. Yeah. So that's he'll be crazy he'll be like you are friends with someone who gets into street fights all the time at this age. It's wild, and dude. They'll be like, he'll be like, do you apologize? And they'll be like, fuck you, and he just beats their ass. It's crazy. How has he not gone to jail? You can't do. I don't that. know. I don't know. But dude, I have videos. Like it's not a lot. I'd like to see yeah, these. I'll videos. show you. I'll show you. Um. So anyway, one of the another person that we're down there with, there was a big squad. He's like, so what's the last fight you got into? Thinking like, oh, this would be, and he goes, funny story. And he then tells us the craziest fucking story ever. This is what happened. They're out. They're on like Bleecker Street late night. They're trying to get into a taxi and they hail it down, whatever. And some, this other guy and his girlfriend are like, no, no, we called that taxi. And they're like, no, we did. And kind of a little back and forth like that. And the guy starts talking shit in a tip. If you and I were in that situation, we might just be like, all right, do whatever, take the taxi. But these guys are not like back down guys. They're like, dude, fuck you. No, like we like did it up going back and forth saying shit. It ends up escalating somehow to a point where he then gets in it with the guy's friend a little bit. They kind of start scuffling and the guy looks over at the friend and he's like, dude, I think that guy just stabbed me. And he had stabbed him with like a five inch blade. Stabbed who? Who got stabbed? Not my, not the friend that I've been talking about. His friend. Not the guy who wins all the fights. The other guy. He, he, He had been stabbed. And he was like bleeding pretty bad. It's like fucking scary. And he goes, dude, go get, go chase that guy and like get him. So they call 911. There's an ambulance on the way. He starts chasing the guy down, the knife guy. I'm not chasing a guy that just stabbed my friend. Nor would I. I'm sorry. Nor would I. We're fixing you first. 100%. So, dude. And then hoping that some bodega has security footage that we can figure out. So, dude. So it turned out that the guy, he was within a minute of dying. His lung had filled up with blood so high that if it had filled up like a tiny bit more, heart would have collapsed. He would have been dead. Oh my God. Ambulance came. He's fine. Thank God. Crazy. Wait, do you have any idea how they fixed him? What do they do? No, I don't. I'm not sure. I, I thought about Isn't that too. Isn't that internal bleeding? Is that internal bleeding? I think would so. you call it that? Yeah. I don't know how one stops that okay. or whatever. Right. So anyway, uh, fight friend is now chasing this guy for blocks. He's like, you're, he's like, I'm better shape than you. He's yelling this out. I'm going to catch you. I'm going to beat your fucking oh ass God. and you're going to jail. This is what he's saying. And he won't stop chasing. Fuck you, man. They're sprinting through, sprinting through, through, through downtown New York city, the village, the West village, bro. He eventually catches him, dives on him, pins him to the ground, takes the knife away from him and holds him down until the police show up. And oh, that's the really nice. <laughs> Isn't that fucking crazy? That's though? nice though. He I know. Didn't beat him. I know. And to your point about the security cameras, the cop, eight cops pull up with guns drawn. On both of them. Oh my god! They don't know what's happened, and they're like, no, 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 whatever. The girlfriend of the guy's like, he was trying to touch me. She's like lying, making shit up, and some like good Samaritan was like, I saw the whole thing, what happened, type of thing. I don't know. Like he was chasing him, he stabbed his friend, blah blah blah. And they're like, all right, they still bring him down to the station because they need to corroborate the story. They were easy. They were able to to pull up 
HD comprehensive multi-angle footage almost immediately. That's unbelievable. Exonerated, he gets to go home. But now he has to like testify in front of a grand jury, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This guy's going to do 20 years, 15 to 20 a, years. That's a dishonest mistake right there. Yes, that is. <laughs> yep. You cannot stab somebody and say what like honest fuck? mistake. Yeah. 15 to 20 years, yeah. dude, over fighting about a taxi. It's so stupid. It's not worth it. And like the fight man remains undefeated, but still, it's a dangerous game he's playing. Oh my God. Yeah, man. What are you? What, oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Crazy. You need to tell him to retire. <laughs> uh, because that's knives. Knives? Really? Yeah. I know. All it would take I know. is for the guy with the knife who's, you're, I assume they're sprinting away from me, you know, mm-hmm. they're running around. And um, for him to just turn at the right moment and and, and, and as your buddy dives for him to kind of just. I know, I know. I somehow know. get that right, I dude, guess. Dude, it's crazy. Fucking crazy. Anyway, oh so we're God. like, wow, dude, we were not expecting that. Holy shit. That's crazy, um, man. Gee, I've been wearing my my Rule of Threads t-shirt so much that Sierra doesn't even like me anymore. <laughs> She's like, ah, oh, you look the same every day. And I'm like, well, that's because I feel good and I love this t-shirt. <laughs> that's a clean, simple, premium menswear basis. Simple, we'll premium, you. clean. Okay. I don't know what else you want. Those are the hallmark <laughs> hallmarks of a good man. They're too solid, dude. Because that's the thing about Rule of Threads. Uh if you buy a t-shirt from rule of threads, if you buy a polo from rule of threads, that polo, you will be able to recreate that at any moment. And that's the way the basics should be should be for guys. You know what I mean? You don't want to have to be like, Oh, I hope I can find one that fits me the same. Like this, uh, rule of threads has got you covered. They sure do. They have everything you could need to look like a good put together man. And you can go get your whole new outfit from rule of threads at rule of threads.com. Use promo code. Oops. Oops. And you'll get 15% off your offer. Don't delay. They got some fun new products coming out. Check out ruleofthreads.com promo code oops. When I worked at the district attorney's office, I remember a case that I sat in on the trial for it where it was uh someone had been stabbed. It was up in Har- Spanish Harlem. A, a group of guys got out of a nightclub up there um and they were hanging out. They got out of their car like milling around probably 4 in the morning or later. And then some other guys came up and started scuffling with them. And then one of the guys got stabbed. Yes. And you could see it. Um, Getting on, stabbed is scary, bro. It's really bad. And he got stabbed in the lower left side, I think. And it 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 went into his uh, to his liver. Oh, my God. I think it's his liver or it was either his liver or his... Uh, what's the thing that cycles your pee? Bladder. bladder. It was either his bladder, kidney, either kidney or liver, yeah. Um, I can't remember exactly which one. And they brought in expert witnesses to testify, including the chief of surgery at the hospital who treated the guy who'd been stabbed. And I'll never forget the criminal defense attorney who had been appointed to defend the guy who had stabbed the victim, Mm -hmm. uh, is examining, is cross-examining the, the chief of surgery who, you know, is a brilliant very well-spoken surgeon so quite a a a compelling witness to have on the stand Mm -hmm. and he's asking him about you know trying to basically make it seem as though the injuries were Mm non-life-threatening so as to uh 
give the his his client his defendant a, a, a less harsh sentence or whatever. And I remember the moment where they were. He was like, "Well, you did this procedure, right?" And he was like, "Yes." And he was like, "Couldn't you have done this one given the size of the wound?" And he goes, "Not when the injuries are life threatening, as they were." Mm-hmm. And it was like that sentence sealed the deal. Yeah. I remember it very clear as day. I was listening to this like trials unlike TV. They're long, they're boring a lot of the time. And this guy who was so well spoken and so trained medically said that and you could almost see all the members of the jury kind of like settle back in being like, "Ah, oh, we've made up our minds." Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could feel the moment where the whole case turned and even the defense attorney was like, uh, I'm fucked. <laughs> you know, you're fucked, guy. And then what was the sentence? I don't I didn't I don't remember. Okay. I don't I don't think I stuck around for that long. I think the trial probably dragged on for a couple more days. You know, they call so many witnesses. Um but uh yeah, yeah, he had been, they cuz he managed to sew up the the either the kidney or the liver. He sewed it. Okay. To stop the organ from like Uh, leaking or you know becoming infected or whatever and uh the guy survived he's all right but you know obviously it doesn't take a big buoy knife right it doesn't take a crocodile dundee knife to die from a stabbing yeah it's crazy a little something you could shave a pear with Mm, or an apple or something right if you hit it in the wrong spot yeah and apparently the thing that's fascinating though is like apparently the how the your like internal organs like if they can heal apparently they heal at like so much faster than like the outside of your body interesting yeah so apparently that guy he had a punctured lung but it like healed in like a few days wow yeah i um i always wonder about broken ribs yeah i don't understand how those heal same because people break ribs all the time and there's nothing to be done also is this a stupid question but like where does the where does it go does the rib just like fall down? Well, so I don't, yeah, I don't think it's, yeah, <laughs> if it like shit snaps it out, off, I, I, you know what I mean? I, I don't know that, are we, yeah, I mean, that to me, if you're talking of a truly fractured, like you probably severed need surgery. rib where a shard of your rib comes off, uh, that seems like it's probably way more severe than what your typical broken rib is where I'd imagine right, it's either right. a hairline fracture or... right. Just a little like a like a loose tooth or something, right? Um, We're gonna get a lot of good facts from Ryan at the end of this episode to too. Um, we'll do. This is funny too. So remember my Nicaragua story. Brian Schultz comes to the rescue, picks me up, drives me to Florida. Yeah, that whole story. So, you know, we had a great time, and after that had happened, I had texted him things like I sent him a pic, the selfies we took, and he like didn't respond. I was like, okay, like whatever, like he's probably busy. Then I think I sent another picture, and then he thumbs upped it, and I was like, okay, like. You know, I, I thought that we had a good time and I, oh, no. it was fair. I adhered to our agreement. Like everything that we had arranged went through and I was like, okay. Then like the episode comes out and a couple people were DMing about it. So I took screenshots of the DMs. I sent them to him. No response. And I'm like, oh, like, man, this is no weird. No validation. Then I had said to him, I'm like, listen, dude, you have season t- tickets to my shows for life. Yeah. <laughs> so anytime I'm in town or wherever you want to come, tickets on me, like whatever. And he's like, oh, and he doesn't respond to that. And no, uh, well, I had I had checked in about the about the shows, and he didn't respond. And I was like, I I just chose not to think about it because it didn't make sense. I'm like, I did not do anything wrong. 
There's nothing that I can do here. Therefore, I am just going to not think about this. Easier said than done. Fine. I did an okay job. It would come up occasionally. I just kind of like let it, let it go mm-hmm. fleeting. You know, a few days before the show, he texts me. Hey, dude, thinking about coming to so-and-so show. I had been texting the wrong number the whole time. I don't know why they thumbs upped it, bro. Why would you thumbs up a picture that isn't? And I might have even been one of the other car companies that I've been calling trying to get quotes. Maybe I was like, they thought I was rubbing it in their face that I had chosen not to go with them or something. But like, what they, dude, it was, I was so relieved. And he came to the shows and we hung out. That's great. Him and his girl, one of his buddies. Uh, That's really great. Yeah. That reminds me of back in the day when you would uh, meet a girl you really liked when you were really young and you just battled with yourself over how much to text her. Totally, dude. And she wasn't really responding much or or even at all. And you're like, ah, maybe she didn't see it. Or maybe she's, you know, in a low cell service area. <laughs> um, and And eventually you just had to had to let it go and that, that god that was so un- uncomfortable and unsettling and god those are the worst my advice to people who are waking up every day sort of planning their slew of texts to the girl that they feel is out of their league just make a decision to belligerently be yourself if it doesn't work out it wasn't going to work out anyway yeah. because if you're sitting there thinking about what to text the whole day you're pretty much fucked but that assumes a level of maturity where you know what you're going for and how fine you'll be if you don't get it where i'm thinking of a specific you know when i was younger i remember there was a girl that i was that i was you know really young and i liked her and i wanted to hook up with her we'd hooked up like once or twice and i was sending her texts but it was it was clearly too many but i just couldn't help myself couldn't stop I was too excited and I thought I had texted myself out of contention mm. off of her roster. I had cut myself from her team. And then because a couple days had gone by and I had, I had resigned myself to it. And then out of nowhere, I got a text like, hey, want to come over? And it wasn't like a late night thing. It was like mm. middle of the day. Like I'm coming back from a trip. Like uh, let's meet, you know, just come over. And I, that feeling of like, I'm fucking back. Oh my God. I'm fucking back. It's the best. I'm back. I was never dead. I was never, (laughs) I was never dead. I'm back. I was totally wrong. She liked all those texts. (laughs) She likes getting texts. I'm going to send her some more. Um, Oh man. Those were, that was the best. That revitalizing, like resuscitating uh, text. That's great. Was so, was so good. Just the lifeline. Like, crawling out of it she threw me up she threw me a rope like christian bale throwing down the rope to the remaining prisoners after he <laughs> climbed out of the pit rises like we're gonna get we're we're alive we're back we're, we're gonna That's get funny. the sunlight again oh the Dude, best wow the yeah best. and i it's funny too because it's such like you're not out of the woods yet with the, when that happens and you think you are but just you have to remember as the pathetic person sending the messages we've all been there i'm not calling you pathetic i'm saying no, to I the was person pathetic. the I person who's in that position you're unfortunately pathetic and it's hard to flip the script yeah um you're not out of the woods just because you get one good text it's like come over 
just remember how little that meant to them. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm I know. just saying. Like, that's a the, pity. It's a pity. I've been there so many times. Yeah. that's. It's usually a charitable offering. Um, or or uh, I'm really bored. I'm bored. I'll I'll exercise my fourth option. I'm horny and he and everyone and my and my, th- my three starting pitchers are icing their elbow for Tommy John surgery. Uh, let's let's call up that bum from the minors. Yes, that I had that mediocre th- night with the, that one time. Throw him in the rotation. Yeah, till Smoltz is off the DL. Dude. I know he's willing. He's <laughs> my phone is hot from him texting me. Yeah, yeah. But dude, the thing that's a problem with that dynamic is like. There is a girl out there who encourages you to make her jealous. And in fact, it's the only time where you get her attention. So like it's this it's it gets you into this situation. And this is like a young person's game, perhaps. But like a situation where now you're being encouraged to get her attention negatively so that she gets mad at you or she gets jealous. And that's the only time where you're like in the driver's seat. Yeah. And otherwise, once you want to just be normal and chill with them, she's bored now. Avoid I, that like the plague. I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, getting to a point where you stop me- measuring the seesaw of the power dynamic mm-hmm. is one of the great comforting uh, pleasures of life. Yeah. When you get to a relationship where it's just, it ceases to matter who likes who more. Yeah, totally. Um, Or who is texting the other more mm-hmm. or any of that stuff. Uh, and you just hit this kind of, it's kind of like to me in that movie flight with Denzel Washington, when they're on the plane and, uh, they're, they hit a very rough patch of air and he, it's before the, it's before the landing. I've never seen the movie actually. Oh really? Yeah. It's good. That's tremendous. That's a tremendous movie. I gotta check it out. Yeah. Really outstanding. Well, for those of you who have seen it, I'm not giving anything away. I don't mind. But okay. it's the first five minutes of the movie, and they hit that rough patch of air, and he starts thrusting and throttling the engine forward, and they climb higher, and they finally punch out through the rough clouds, and all of a sudden it's just beautiful sky and clear sailing. That's what it's like mm. uh, to be <laughs> yeah. in that relationship totally. until you inevitably have a piece of the wing fall off and then all of a sudden you're <laughs> upside down and hoping to crash land comfortably in a, in a pasture somewhere. <laughs> um, dude, well said, well said, dude, the folks over at pullover robes really just continue to innovate. I love the founder, Ben. He's the man. How good was that video that they made? That guy is a daredevil, a visionary, <laughs> a songbird of a generation and a Viking warrior all wrapped up in one. <laughs> we shared this on our story, but we had, uh, in one of our reads, we had spoken about plover robes and we were describing Ben walking to a cliff and then diving off of it. And they somehow timed this out perfectly that the ad read lined up exactly with when he shed the, uh, the cacked me outside yeah. robe and dove off a cliff. You should check it out. Uh, check out their, just check out the plover robes, Instagram feed, follow their account. It's really, really fun. Uh, and the robes are amazing too. You should, you should buy a robe because we wear ours. We have a lot of fun with it. It's a great travel thing. If you're going to go somewhere where you got to walk from like your bedroom to the shower and you're sharing a house with somebody else, it's a nice thing to throw on so you're not flashing everyone your bits and pieces. <laughs> um, go to ploverrobes.com. Use promo code. That's prover, uh, ploverrobes.com slash oops, promo code oops. That's right. Ploverrobes.com slash oops, promo code oops. 
And that's going to get you... 20% off. 20% off your rope. Get some today. So so I went out, So I've been doing this thing um, where... I, it's not really I've been doing this thing, but I've noticed that I've been able to be, do a good job at sort of like meeting up with people that I know in any part of wherever that I'm performing. There's somebody I can hit up to chill with, right? Yeah. In this particular situation, uh, my buddy Jared, who was on the tennis team with me, we were the same year, very, very good friend. Haven't seen him in a while. Uh, he lives in Sarasota, which is not far from Tampa. And we went down there to hang out, and he has three kids. And dude, it's so funny the way that like a parent with three kids, the way that they parent, it, they always say this, but it is funny. Like You kind of get the, the feel of it, and by the third kid, it's just like way more relaxed. You're not worried anymore. Right. You're just kind of like, and, and they're really fun. Uh, him and Babs are a great couple. And he actually is a professional golfer. He's become, he stopped playing tennis and became a professional golfer. And dude, he was like, he had a tournament in Minnesota, so he had to change which night he came. And like the top four got into this PGA event and like he finished and he was in first. And he was like, dude, I might get it. But then like two or three guys scored better than him. But he finished the like six under. He's like, oh, really wow. fucking good. you guys should play sometime if you're ever in the same place. It's so cool. I think you guys would like each I other. I really like men that are good at golf. Dude, he's so good. But anyway, so he has a kid. He, he's their three-year-old kid, bro. I could not believe how good of a swimmer he was. Like they have this little machine that sort of like propels you underwater. And these kids were underwater holding this thing wow. at three years old, just like propelling around. And then he would just launch them into the pool. So he's taking this three-year-old son and just bombing him into the pool, dude. It was just so fun and I funny. can't wait like, for those days. Yeah, it's going to be fun, right? I can't wait for that to just throw my kid around like he's a chicken. <laughs> like he's a dumb chicken. Just toss him around. Yeah. Fly. Oh, you can't? Oh, I know. Too bad. I know. Dude, I also made this mistake. I did, I did this place, Coastal Creative, which is in St. Petersburg. And Danny had made fun of me for, for referring to Wesley Chapel as Wesley Chapel. He's like, dude, no one says Wesley Chapel, which led me to believe that everybody in the Tampa area just said Tampa for everything. And I literally started my set by being like, good to be in Tampa. And everyone's like, you're not in Tampa. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the thing that like, that's like a cliche yeah, that's, of something you don't want to do, saying the wrong tough. city. I think I, I think I worked my way back from it, but it took me a sec. Um, mm. And last thing about that, I... I uh, was able to go visit a national park, my favorite. Uh, it was kind of a place that was, if not specifically where, something very similar to what DeSoto would have encountered when he touched land in Tampa originally. That's a adventure of, of an explorer I'm not familiar with. Conquistador. I believe he was the one who was searching for the Fountain of Youth. DeSoto? Maybe not. I don't know. No, that was Ponce de Leon. Uh -huh. Anyway, DeSoto was... Uh, I think you're thinking of Tuck Everlasting. Who's that? Uh, <laughs> I believe Ponce de Leon was the Fountain of Youth person. Thank you, Ryan. I got Tuck Everlasting was a young adult novel that a lot of uh, people read, where uh, the whole family had drunk from the the water of oh uh, the Fountain of Youth. <laughs> well, anyway, so it was cool. Um, it was weird. They had just had like cardboard cutouts of Native Americans along the trail. I was kind of like, they maybe haven't redesigned this since like the nineties. So <laughs> that's completely unnecessary. Yeah. But I started like reading back on some of these national historic sites that I visited just like in detail. Cause sometimes when you're there, you've driven, you don't want to read dude. So I've been to the Andersonville prison. Do you know about this? No. Okay. So the Andersonville prison, it was like one of the most notorious prisoner of war camps in the civil war. And maybe I think that they may, may have been one of the first like prisoner of war camps period. Mm -hmm. It was apparently so disgusting and like the most like the most horrible place you could ever be like 35% of the people who were there died and they sent a doctor to evaluate it one time and within his hour visit he vomited twice and got the flu jesus <laughs> and i was just like damn wow. dude 
Um, so anyway, not to just talk about national parks all the time. I know I like to come back to it, but I think it's nice to the idea of preserving not only good history, but perhaps shameful history as well as a reminder. Yeah. Um, and I know that, you know, no place is perfect about not kind of whitewashing their, their past a little bit, but, um, it is good that, that we commemorate these places where bad things happen. hundred percent, you know, hundred percent. Have you watched the new bill burr special on netflix no it's amazing i watched the first 25 minutes last night and then got sleepy and i'm gonna finish it tonight it's excellent it's at red rocks that's sick and he talks about how you know uh how about about how many men we now we're now canceling dead men you know and (laughs) and like we've run out of men who are actively doing wrong things at the workplace we've got them all he says (laughs) <laughs> and so now we're going back to dead men and and uh, John Wayne in a 1971 Playboy article said something totally controversial about how you know said something about how he is sometimes you need to smack a woman or something like that. And yeah, it's bad. But he was like if we're going to do that, what why aren't we why aren't we canceling women too? There are plenty of women who have done horrible things in history. Coco Chanel was a Nazi sympathizer. Oh, interesting. And he does this bit about how much worse that is than what John Wayne said that I was fucking dying at, <laughs> It's amazing. Dude. It's so funny. He's like, he's, he's so like, good, you ever see those Holocaust movies with the piles of shoes? Like <laughs> oh, Coco God. Chanel sucked the dick of a guy who did that. Oh my god! And he's like, compare that to a guy who's like, every once in a while, you, or it was Sean Connery. He's like, every once in a while, you got to kind of mess him around or something. I don't know. It's very, very funny, dude. I uh, I'm and excited. He has the ability to do that thing where you just take a very, very clearly controversial, if not wrong, take, and then defend it through humor, um, which you know is very funny to some and then enraging to many others. Dude, it's like I've seen him. Like be, I, I watched him in the garden one time, and I remember him saying something, and everyone was like, "Ooh!" And he goes, "Shut up!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is just such an insane, funny thing to do. You just, and then he just has like fucking heaters to back yeah, that up. Exactly. You know what I mean, I mean, his special is an hour and twenty two minutes, dude. Jesus, he dude. is so good for so long. It's crazy that it's really, uh, it's it's. I don't know. To me, it's like watching somebody doing the math on a on a person who wins a marathon we're like you're like you ran fucking five minute 25 second miles <laughs> the whole time that's such a good comparison that's like i when you when you crank the treadmill to 11 yeah and you held that for fucking 26 miles i can it's everything i can do to not to just time my feet correctly on the treadmill at 11 and not fall off right let alone decide that that's my comfortable pace dude it's crazy i know for for three hours i know it's 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 bonkers um i gotta check that out looking forward to watching it yeah francis on a hot day i just really enjoy a nice iced coffee bro oh yeah pal it's so refreshing. Now, are you? I know you're talking Brooklyn Roasting Company, probably sure a cup am. of Oops Beans. I sure are, am. are you? Uh, how are you making that? So, yeah, I'm a milky boy, dude. I like a lot. You milk maid. <laughs> I'm a milkmaid, dude. Milk maiden. I love milk. So yeah. I, I really drown mine down to the point where Hillary's like, you're basically just drinking a glass of milk. Yeah. Uh, but it's not true. There's still a very strong contingent of the Brooklyn Roasting Beans in there. But I do like a latte situation. But that's well, what I like. 
the Brooklyn roasting oops beans are are such a lovely coffee that they'll they'll hold up. You'll still have that taste. All those wonderful hints, floral notes, best beans blended from Ethiopia and some other country I can't remember. Uh, Sumatra. Sumatra? Is it Sumatra? It is Sumatra. Um, and dude, he, my family like are like uh, big espresso snobs, mm. and they're always comparing. Like, we'll go and get an espresso, and they will like be critiquing it. Yeah, in a way where I'm like, I didn't even know they can taste the difference. That's cool. And Zio Butch and my mom, I made them um, both oops beans espressos, and they really thought it was delicious. That's so great. I'm and so, it's nice to hear. So glad to hear that. Yeah, we're, we're huge fans. We love our coffee, and and you guys will too. We promise. So. Uh, Go to brooklynroasting.com and use promo code OOPSBEANS. That'll get you 5% off your order. Buy a big old bulk order of our OOPSBEANS. Uh, we love the coffee and you will too. brooklynroasting.com, promo code OOPSBEANS. So, dude, remember I told you about the CVS lady has been uh, coming on to me? Did, was, mm. there, was there more of that? Was no, there? no. Okay. Well, anyway, she's funny, but she started to like ramp up her efforts uh-huh. which is starting to be a little slightly concerning it's because you haven't nipped it what am i supposed to do just go to a different pharmacy i know but this is where like my medicine goes to it's easy it's just so convenient. you can you can switch your medicine pretty easily i can switch the place you just tell your doctor okay instead of that one do the one that's 20 feet away <laughs> okay fine like you're right there are things to be done and it's still fine but dude like i walk in there today she goes where is she I'm a fucker up. Oh my god! <laughs> she's begun to sort of still jokey, but like okay. she's begun to assault Hillary. Is this a true CVS? Yes. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. There's a lawsuit, dude. I, There's a lawsuit coming, dude. Wait, for you. that's very lucrative. <sighs> Don't stop it. Keep going. I'm a fucker up. And then she she has now started to take my hand and put it over her heart to feel her heartbeat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, no. Are you kidding me? And then she goes, she goes, I get paid Friday. She's like, I'm gonna make you dinner. She's like, she's like, once you she's like, you're never gonna go back once you spend like a night with me. Like she keeps saying shit like that. Wow. Dude, I have I have once I did an audio recording actually because one of my boys didn't believe me. And then I actually brought him into the store with me to see it. I was like, dude, watch this. She goes, oh, he's here. <laughs> She's a nice lady. I feel bad. Like no, no. Yeah, she's, I know a she's a treasure chest waiting to be opened. <laughs> you are sitting on a gold mine. <laughs> that she took your hand and put it on her chest. She did. She That's did. sexual assault, dude. I like we I, like. I need to do this publicly if I were to do it. I don't want to be that guy, bro. I got sexually what do you mean, assaulted. That guy, the rich guy. You don't want to be the rich guy. It's dirty money, dude. I'm not doing that. Do you know how many people have made money that way? I know, but dude, they're pieces of shit. Those people. Fine. <laughs> I'm a fucker up. There are there though. are also people who have made money from these kinds of cases that were way more. Uh, that were it was way worse in terms of what they're taking advantage of their victimhood right, right, right. than than you you had a woman at that works <laughs> for a corporation of that size saying she's going to physically assault your girlfriend and then she goes don't bring her in here <laughs> don't you bring her in here to the point where i do not bring her in there that's a threat <laughs> that's a threat that's as clear as day that's yeah, as clear as day. Should I'm, I throw the road the roads on the road mics on next I'm time I go? I'm trying to there? think what we need to do. Line it up to trap this. 
And I fear that even talking about it on the podcast is us showing our hand <laughs> too much. But I'm trying to think. Okay. Maybe blank out the CVS, us saying CVS. No, because you're not going to do it. How? You're not actually. You're right. You're, you're not right. actually going to do it, right? No. Okay, so then then it's just for fun and games. But <laughs> I think what you do is you bring Hill Dog in, right? Dude, you, all she'll do, I'm sorry to interrupt you, she'll just look at me when I'm not looking and she'll start going, I'm a fucker up. <laughs> like whispering yeah. it. And then next thing you know, Hill Dog trips over a, you know, a rug that's got a corner up, which. You know, shouldn't have, or or there's a floor in there that's slippery when wet, but not no sign up that says slippery when wet. Uh-huh. Hill dog falls, cracks her elbow. Turns out that lady did the mop up. <laughs> it was all a long con to hobble your beautiful girlfriend so that she could swoop in. And then that's the lawsuit right there. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, but I think you're right, though. Like I think there's without a doubt a lawsuit there. Yeah, you can't do that. At the very <laughs> least. You could probably get free uh, seasonal Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> the Christmas for tree. life. The Christmas tree, <laughs> the Easter egg, the Halloween pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what you want when you go in there. I mean, Dude, they're so goddamn that's good. Probably maybe maybe unlimited like Swiffer wipes. Yeah, right. and some Diapers. red zone deodorant. The stuff behind the locked case. Mountain Dew. Gillette razor blades. Dude. Um, it is, but it's crazy. I mean, and, and I've said this before, but some days and I'm like, I, I'm dreading going in there cause I'm just like not feeling like I'm looking my best. And what I'm the most afraid of is her deciding that she no longer, her heart no longer flutters for me. <laughs> well, now you're inviting it. Now we have lost. No, the no, no, bro. But I don't means you're dressing up. You're asking for it, which you're never <laughs> supposed to say about the victim, but we are saying it here. Because you just admitted to it. No, but I'm being me. Too. I'm like being me too, in a way. But you just said <laughs> that you 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 wear the right clothes to solicit right, this, this type this, of attention. No, I'm not trying to solicit the attention. I just don't want her to change her mind. I don't want her to decide that she no longer finds me attractive. That'll hurt my feelings somehow. So now I'm like beholden to this like person of power in this environment, and somehow my like self worth is attached to it. This is a stretch. No, no. I, I mean, now, now you, you've brought us back more towards your side. I would say. I mean, this shows this in a weird, fucked up way does show the incredible, like convoluted nature of a lot of, I think, uh, of these of these cases, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because there's just so much at play. But yeah, they'd probably settle. You think? You think I get with half a mil? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's to your point. Do you remember? I, I always think about the uh, Tracy Morgan case where he was in the limousine and, oh, yeah. and the Walmart truck uh, barreled down and, and put them in a coma and he won tens, tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, Artie Fuqua. Yeah, with Artie. And uh, th- that Walmart settled it as quickly as possible because Tracy Morgan was such a high profile person that they just, there, there was no solution to stop having their name associated with this other than to give him as whatever he wanted basically right um and i don't know you know are we high profile enough that cvs would be like 
we can't afford to have them keep talking about this on the podcast. <laughs> oh my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what can we do to elevate and gain more listeners and place us on a more national spotlight stage such that when the ultimate, she just stuck her hands down your pants or something like that, or <laughs> clocks Hillary in the jaw <laughs> happens. We can say to CBS, listen, we have 15 million listeners. Joe Rogan just asked us to come on his podcast to tell the story. We won't for the right price, which is a lifetime supply of Christmas tree Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> and they better be cold. <laughs> and they better not be old. They better be cold and not old. <laughs> because, dude, yeah, like when... When sometimes they'll linger for a bit and then, you know, all of a sudden the Christmas trees are still there in February yeah. and now they're sort of for they're re- they're, really on they're, sale. They're like a 95% off. We don't want that. No, we don't we want, want that. nothing later than January 6th trees. We want the pre hot. No, I'll go even farther. Oh, wow. We want the pre holiday trees. <laughs> you want the black Friday as tree. As soon as the holiday is passed, you better give us the early edition <laughs> Easter eggs from in january you better find a way to get us those goddamn candies (laughs) yeah dude i've really been uh burning down some of these daggrass joints oh me too man (laughs) they're so chill oh it's so good it's really good i to the degree where i'm like i I can't wait to end my day with some daggrass yeah dude it's just too nice out to be too damn high yeah right it's hot you gotta get out there enjoy it just because we've aged out of summer break doesn't mean that we don't need to chill out Ditch the munchies, paranoia, and potency of today's weed with Dadgrass. Dadgrass is legal organic hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. Dadgrass CBD products are made with 100% organic hemp. That's easy to dose, and the effects come on smooth. They offer a variety of products from their token smokable pre-roll joints, as well as hemp flower and a variety of CBD tincture drops. All Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it ships right to your doorstep anywhere in the U.S. Go to dadgrass.com oops to check out the products. Right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off of your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash oops. Go to dadgrass.com slash oops for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash oops. Oh, boy. Oh, God, dude. Oh, man. Speaking of candy, I made a huge mistake. <laughs> what? So Honest mistake or dishonest mistake? <laughs> I think this would go under the category of dishonest mistake, Ooh. probably. Dishonest mistake, because I knew what I was doing. This was a first degree premeditated attack on myself. (laughs) What did you do? So uh, I went to Philly to do Matt McCusker's show. It's like a new joke show at Helium on Monday night. It was really fun. And it's fun to do a show where the whole audience is aware you're not confident in the jokes you're telling Mm -hmm. because it's all new stuff. Right. Um, And they're on your side about it. And it's kind of fun for them. So I went and did that, and then I had to drive home, and it was late Monday night, and I had had such a small eating day, just out of nowhere. How small? Like nothing. I had had a bowl of oats at breakfast, and then I hadn't had anything since then, to the degree that in the green room... At Helium, you know, they have like a bar food menu. And I was like, I will pass out if I don't eat something. And I didn't want any of those people ordering mozzarella sticks and stuff. And I was like, all right, just get me the chicken sandwich. It's got like some avocado in it. And I ate that. And I was like, all right. So on the way home, I had to stop 
and charged the Tesla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, how long does that take? 20 minutes, 25 and minutes. How do you find a station to do it? The GPS in the Tesla software Sick. adds a stop on your route. Sick. That's yeah, sick. it gives you that's the route so cool. that's the longest. And then the screen in the Tesla has games. Oh, that's fucking And sick. Netflix. big-ass screen, too. And it has a Netflix. That's so sick. A, like, thing and Hulu and all that. So you can either watch a show or I just play chess against the computer and lose 100% of the time. <laughs> Not only do I lose, I get smoked and I get mad at the car. <laughs> I get furious. So hitting the console. And I'm so... I'm just constantly restarting the game when it's taken a piece and, like, put me in a... And I, the problem is, there's the lowest level, which is too easy. It's like playing a child, mm-hmm. right? And then the next level up right. is impossible. Right. I've beaten it one time, and I have no idea how I did it. And I love chess, uh, but I lose 100% of the time. If, if, so, okay, the, the, this was the issue, right? I pulled in. I didn't know what kind of place I was going into. Sometimes these charging stations are just... They're in parking garages, which is really shitty. But a lot of the time, the best are ones that are on the highway are just uh, service stations. You just drive right off the highway, you charge, maybe you run in, take a piss, grab a water, whatever, uh, and then get back on the highway. Uh, and this was a really nice gas station. Huge. The second I saw how large the gas station was, I knew I was in trouble. Because I knew they were going to have an enormous variety of right, treats. like they would have like the sort of homemade beef jerky station. They, yeah, they were going to have <laughs> lots to offer. Yeah, and I was still so hungry mm-hmm. that I knew I was in big trouble. I was in big trouble, and I and I I was I was like, just don't even go in. I had water. It's like don't even go in. Something happened. I was like, I gotta see what's in there. So I walked in, I made that walk, locked the car, let it charge, walked in to this, I mean, you could have had a fucking town hall meeting. There's a roller coaster in there, dude. Yeah. And I walked in, (laughs) so well lit, so many choices, aisle after aisle. They had, even even the, um, you know, they had obviously normal sized candy, but they also had like let's call it share size bags of candy, bags of sour Skittles, mm. bags of sprees, uh, regular Skittles, every flavor of regular Skittles, the big one, the resealable bag. And I'm like, oh, oh boy, I'm in trouble here. And I was like, well, I already had dinner, so this will just be dessert. <laughs> but I have a, a, an hour and 45 minute drive home. Sierra's <laughs> not here to tell me Oh yeah! Don't Stop! Do it. Don't do it, bad boy. And I first went over to the frozen thing, and I I got a frozen Snickers bar, like a Snickers ice cream or a frozen Snickers. Snickers ice cream. They're the best fucking thing. I got a, a Snickers ice cream bar. Oh, they're so good. And then I got a Ben and Jerry's <laughs> chocolate covered uh, cookie dough sort of sandwich thing that they have. Oh my the god! The single one, the wrap wrapped one. Hell yeah, so I got those way. two things, and I was like, "All right, that's my entree." We're all so uh, we're, we are all watching Francis licking our fucking lips, dude. Yeah, like we're waiting for him to pull his dick out or something so we can all attack it. I had gotten those. <laughs> I got those two things as my vegetable course, <laughs> as my vegetable healthy course. That was the meat of the meal, and then I went back to the candy aisle, and mm. I was like, "Well, I haven't had candy in a long time. <laughs> I don't eat candy. I'm really disciplined about candy." And I spent a long time thinking. I spent so much time thinking mm-hmm. 
that the Snickers ice cream bar was was ready to be eaten. It was good. You know, you need to give it yeah, a minute. It's too hard. You need yeah. to give it a minute so that the caramel is just runny enough. Yeah. And that the and the you know yeah I do I do you need that do. you don't want to bite into it and have it have to chew yeah hard so I'm in the candy aisle <laughs> and here's what I went with I got a they had these like gourmet gummy bears mm. they had the hairy bows I sent Chris a picture of gummy bears the other night they had those the hairy bows oh, those are good. the hairy bows but I did not get those they had another another bag that was even bigger. That was, it looked like it made, was made by someone local who, you know, it might have been who I don't even know, it, but it was, it was beautifully wrapped and it was resealable and it was enormous. And I thought, oh, I have to try those. I bet those are better than the Harry bows. So I got those. What was the bag? White and red. It was definitely white. I think that these are the ones that Chris got me for my birthday. Chris got me these like a giant bag of Albanese gummy bears. That might be the one. They're so fucking good. And I sent him a picture of them on Saturday. No, no those were not, not the ones okay. I got. Okay. That's Thank not God. the one I, I have them still. Those are oh, okay. I put them in okay, the glove so compartment. See. It's the only treat that I didn't destroy the evidence of at the end of the night. <laughs> they probably melted home. by now. So I got those. And then I got a big bag of Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> you ate them all? And then, well, hold on. And oh then I God. got, I got a king size Reese's cups. The um, the assortment of Reese's cup products they had was nothing short of revolutionary. White chocolate, dark chocolate, Reese's pieces in the. Dude, they had ones that had potato chips in them. What? I'd never seen that before, and what? I thought about. They had the big cup versions, the king size cup versions of everything. Wow, dude! King size white chocolate, God, king size so fucking with good. the pieces pieces in the middle. Yeah. Um, and I just went with the king size sleeve of the. <laughs> they had regular king size sleeve. They had the white chocolate king size sleeve. They had the peanut butter lover sleeve, which was just. Peanut butter on peanut butter. Wow. But I thought that's not enough. That's too that's too much. Too much. Yeah. So I got the peanut butter lovers, which was like half as much chocolate, double the peanut oh, butter. Oh wow. I got that. How was it? It's pretty fucking good. Dude, was this the Hershey's gas station that you're at or something? Or the Reese's gas station? I don't know, but that's I, crazy. I feel like if I drove back and tried to find it, it would be it'd be disappeared. Right, right. It'd be, it'd right. be gone. It was like Allison. It was a one on. one time thing. Damn, dude. So I got that, and then I got I got the uh, sour patch. And by the way, deciding between regular sour patch and sour patch watermelons was a Sophie's choice that I would not wish upon <laughs> my worst enemy. One. That's a tough one. But I went with the regular assorted Sour Patch. And, um, dude, I I bought all these things for the sake of variety, thinking you only have I'm only going to eat a few of each. Yeah. Boy, was I wrong. Oh, man. Once you pop the fun, don't stop. I ate all of the Sour Patch. Wow. Three of the four Reese's Cups. I ate all of the ice cream. Did you eat the ice cream first? First. Had to. Is there anything better than ice cream, dude? It's the vegetable course. I had to earn I had to earn the dessert. <laughs> and then I ate only a, a handful of the gummy bears, in truth. I was actually somewhat disciplined about that. <laughs> so much and then so I still had stuff left in the Reese's thing. I still had 
and I threw everything away uh, down the chute, the trash chute. I didn't want to bring it into the house, mm-hmm. put it in the trash, and have Sierra discover it. Right. Um, I had <laughs> a difficult time getting to sleep. Yeah, you're. I really you're did. T- you're tum tum. Dude, on a night like that, I would probably just sleep on the couch. I deserved. <laughs> I deserved to sleep on the floor yeah. or the car. <laughs> I was a. I was so undisciplined. It was such a disaster. And the the reason that this all happened was because I hadn't eaten enough during yeah. the day. You burned the candle too hard. I just. I was like, oh my god. You you have to be giving yourself uh, avoiding cravings. Um, is the only way to stave that off for me. Right. Need to take a little bit of methadone to avoid the full-on heroin but, impulse. But there's also this <laughs> moment where you accept your fate, and you're alone in a gas station of that caliber. That is very freeing. Where you're like, I'm going nuts. Agreed. When you when you commit, when you commit, like the pizza party, same shit, dude. I was like, oh, I'm eating all the pizza. I'm eating garlic knots, and I'm eating cake. Yeah, and I did. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Something about that where it's like, yeah. I'm yeah. I am going to destroy myself. I'm blowing up and I'm going to enjoy it and pay the price later. Yeah. And at the end of the day, one day like that is significantly better than a steady totally habit. However, by introducing those flavors into your mouth, you then start to crave them for a while. Yeah. But there was a moment as I got in line for the self checkout where I passed a cooler that had sodas and I saw root beer. Mm. and i was like should i get a root beer <laughs> and i went i'm not an animal <laughs> even somehow even in the uh glazed over eyes kind of completely lost my will state that i was in i still had the ability to say I'm not an animal enough yeah. to drink soda. <laughs> soda is a bridge too far. I don't, that is the that is the black tar heroin to the person who's casually uh, dabbling in like you know prescription painkillers somehow. <laughs> Dude, my I used to do this. Like, I mean, granted, the town I grew up in, there's only one place to get stuff. There's one gas station. And it only got there in high school. There was nothing before that. And then if you want to go to Taco Bell, it's like 35 minutes away. Mm. But like we would go to this one gas station and I would get, I think I've talked about this in some degree, but I would get super stoned and I would get Nesquik, strawberry Nesquik, a Mountain Dew Code Red, a Snickers ice cream bar, the green bag of Funyuns, and then some sort of gelatin based gummy bear, a small bag, but I would eat every single weekend. And you, you did, you got the same order every time like the 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 gummy bears would vary and then sometimes i would get regular mountain dew instead of mountain dew code red but uh strawberry nesquik you're talking the strawberry milk yes that is disgusting (laughs) that is bad dude (laughs) what are you what's the matter with you bro i i look back on it now and i mean i just don't think i could even handle it from a stomach perspective i'm not i don't find it as intriguing as i once did but I don't know. That's nuts. Great. But whatever. It reminded me you're you've you did better than I had done, but I was doing that every single weekend. So. I think I think for me it, the joy is in the selection process. You and that's why I'm surprised that you had a prescription for yourself. True. But, yeah, actually it doesn't line up with who I like I'm the guy who will buy that new limited item and then everyone's like you bought that and it'll be like the whatever, like the Airhead fucking extremes. Yeah. 
<laughs> Dude, there. I gotta tell you, and those are actually a thing, right? Yeah. The you know what I mean. Though. Those limited items. Sometimes those yeah. limited items can be a real hit. Yeah, I know. Can be a and real. It's fun hit. to find something that's that good. Yeah. You know? Um. I I gotta say, I knew that the Tesla was gonna take twenty five minutes to charge, and walking into that gas station knowing that I had twenty five oh, minutes yeah. to make my selection was one of them. I just like to have time. Mm-hmm. To have time like right, that right, right. to browse it's fun. was really a thrill. I'm happy it worked out for you, man. Right. Um, and hopefully not anytime too soon. Especially with the wedding on the know. horizon. Big I know. Fella. I'm yeah. fuck with you. I'm happy for no, you. No, no. I'm you're very, you. you're very disciplined, so I'm glad that you had some fun. It's time to start being aware of it, I think. I, we're a little out, over a month out. A month and a week. As soon as we hit the one month mark... I. I don't know. I don't really need to do much, no, but great. I think for the sake of like playing the the wedding's coming game, I'll yeah. just I'll just button it down just for yeah, the sake of ex- seeing if I can discipline myself. Hell yeah! Yeah. Um. All right. Let's hit some facts with Ryan. Ryan, what do we got? Yeah. Here comes facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. <laughs> Is he lying? We are we? To... Are we lying? Facts with Ryan. Something like that. <laughs> I like that. That's a good. Let's start. figure out a jingle. The jingle. Okay. So dating back to uh, our previous conversation about uh, hitting somebody by accident, there's a lot out there, but my consensus that I got for involuntary vehicular manslaughter (laughs) is that there would be an investigation, you'd be taken in, they would see if you were driving sober, you were driving the speed limit, Mm. and then... If you were, you'll be fine. Okay, so So you'll you'll be you'll be free. It won't be manslaughter. It won't be involuntary vehicular manslaughter. You will get it wiped. It sounds as if you have to have been negligent in some way. But dude, the term involuntary vehicular manslaughter to me sounds like it's not your fault. Like they're that's what they would call it if they thought you deserved none of the blame. No, so involuntary yeah. that would mean if you were driving under the influence or right. reckless because right. you weren't intending to hit them. You didn't but try you to still... do it, but you were an idiot, and therefore because you of your idiocy. For yeah. oh, okay, all right, yeah, makes sense. All right, I like it. Mm-hmm. As for the snow, there was a lot out there. I could pinpoint your memory as a child with a little bit of information. In 1996, in New Jersey, there was a huge nor'easter where New Jersey got up to. Four feet of snow. He was, wow. already, he was gone. 1996, you were seven years old. We had moved to Maine already. Oh, you were gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Four feet. That's, that's crazy. Nuts. That's crazy. The average punctured lung takes between six and eight weeks to heal. Oh, A fractured rib takes about six weeks to heal. The children's swimming propeller that you were talking <laughs> about, just one on the market, is the Yamaha Explorer Sea Scooter. <laughs> It's uh it's actually on sale right now for three twelve thirty three. That's fifteen dollars and thirty three cents below the average price. So if you want one, now's the time. That's amazing. Everyone's a Bill Burr fan, but just fun fact, he's fifty four. Um, nice. CVS. If you were to sue CVS for sexual harassment based on how many employees they have, if you were to settle, it'll probably be around three hundred thousand dollars. Bro. Oh my god! Come on. Just to settle. <laughs> and then I actually looked this up before you brought it up. Uh, there are sixty-three different types of Reese's products. Wow! Wow! That's so. crazy. Good for them. Awesome. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate it, Ryan. Um, I'm you- in Seattle tonight. The Crocodile. Um, come check it out. Um, it should be a great show. I'm really excited to see you. 
Hell yeah. I'm in St. Louis tonight with Lil Sass from Barstool. Uh, come out. We're here Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, come to any night. It's going to be really fun. And uh, Helium, that's Helium St. Louis. Tickets at FrancisEllis.com. Also in uh, Jersey City next week, August 4th. And uh, Red Bank, New Jersey, where I was born, August 10th. Tickets at FrancisEllis.com. Thank you, guys. That's Oops the Podcast. We'll see you next week.